0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday, the 12th of June. The key talking points ahead of the Kim Jong Un Trump meeting, fallout from the G7 meeting over the weekend, and Dover Financial instructed to close. This is your Squiz today. So at 11 a.m. this morning, Aussie time, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump will meet. They'll meet solo first, as I understand it, with only translators, Um, and Trump says he will know within a minute if the meeting will be successful. Claire, what does success look like?
1: Well, who knows at the moment. It um it could be uh as little as things don't go backwards, I guess. Um it's all on the mm. upside and, and certainly there's no one saying that everything will be fixed coming out of this meeting. It's unprecedented that the two leaders are, are meeting um the leader of the US and, and North Korea have never actually met before in person. Um, so yeah, it's a very a- a- ambitious agenda and I think we'll really just have to wait and see what happens.
0: So aside from the obvious political ramifications, the logistics are fascinating. It's going to cost Singapore millions of dollars to host the meeting. 2,500 journos are flying in from around the world, not to mention the security involved. Uh, it is Quite a build up. How did we get here? How we got here, um,
1: anyone with some recent memory of of um, what's been going down certainly since um, Donald Trump has been elected is that things, uh, of course, have always been on tender hooks between the US and uh, North Korea, but certainly Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump got off to a particularly bad start and there were insults flying back and forth between the two leaders. Uh, you remember Kim Jong-un called Donald Trump a dotard uh, Donald Trump called Kim Jong-un little rocket man. Uh, it certainly wasn't looking particularly promising. But then the Winter Olympics happened in South Korea and it seems like things warmed up a little bit from there, which then led to South Korea broking um, this meeting. So, yeah, it's, it's come a long way in a very short period of time and uh, it's a particularly big event today and who knows what might happen.
0: Perhaps the meeting will go a bit better than the G7 over the weekend.
1: Yeah, that um, there wasn't a lot of love lost between Donald Trump and and the other G7 leaders on the weekend. And as anticipated, that all had to do with trade and particularly what Donald Trump has done with um, putting some tariffs on things like steel and aluminium and other um, parts of um, the economy that are targeted at um, Europe and China and other uh, importers into the US. And Canada's Justin Trudeau came in for, for particular special treatment from the US uh he was pretty bolshy um about what um what happened at that meeting and has promised retaliatory measures against the US and yeah there was uh not a lot of love loss but certainly one pundit which really struck home to me anyway was uh saying that um Donald Trump had to be pretty tough at, at that meeting and, and show no um uh, no weakness no yeah, that no weakness, yeah yeah to compromise um because of this meeting with Kim So here we are.
0: Here we are. And I guess uh, the the conversation really is also all about whether Justin Trudeau has a fake eyebrow or not.
1: Yeah, well, you know, whatever takes your fancy out of these meetings, (laughs) you've got to focus on
0: something. (laughs) Yeah, just just go onto social media to to find out more about that one. Back in our part of the world, New Zealand PM Jacinta Ardern is due to have her baby on the 17th of June. She's given a press conference over the weekend to outline how the government will run in her absence.
1: Yeah, look, it may be the last uh, press conference we see her at. Um, but at this press conference, she made particular reference to a, the Australian media and hoping that um, the Kiwi media doesn't follow Australia's lead as she tries to get some private time with um, with her new baby and her partner. And uh, yeah, it's a reference, I guess, to um, particularly what happened with Barnaby Joyce over the weekend with a confrontation with a paparazzi outside um, his church on the weekend.
0: And one of Australia's largest financial advisors, Dover Financial, is shutting up shop. That's right. And that comes
1: after ASIC, which is the financial regulator, uh, really pushing them to do that. It it comes after some evidence they gave at the Royal Commission and an investigation that is still ongoing, uh, by them into, um, some poor conduct. And you might remember a few weeks back, um, there was a bloke, uh, who was giving evidence at the Royal Commission who, who, Collapsed and that was their CEO and owner uh, Terry McMaster. So there's lots of questions this morning about what happens to clients and particularly if um, those clients want to make any claims in the future about poor advice that they might have received from Dover if um, if they're no, no longer in existence.
0: Yeah, and Education Minister Simon Birmingham wants families who are eligible for childcare payments from the government to get online to complete the forms. Two-thirds are yet to do so. So if that's you, you got to get that done by 1 July, am I right? 2 July. 2 July. And what's the subject line today, Claire?
1: Look, it's the Whitney Houston classic, one moment in time we're in Singapore. Everyone's oh, yeah. watching. It's a very historic moment. It
0: seems worthy of a Whitney Houston moment. Ah, oh, Of course. Perfect. And open the email every day this week. You'll go in the draw to win $100 from Prezi. Uh, you could spend that at over 66 retailers. And, of course, our June promotion is still happening. Sign up as many people as possible to The Squiz and you could win all sorts of stuff. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at the thesqueeze.com.au